and welcome back to the True Patriot Outfitters podcast. Folks, we have a very special episode tonight. Um, we are going to dedicate this episode 100% to the global war on terror wall of remembrance. And you can't do that unless you go right to the individuals that conceived this, first put this thing together and, and help make this, uh, this vision come to a reality piece there. We happen to have them with us here tonight. We have uh, Mr. David and uh, Mrs. Jenny Brown joining us to the show. So let's go ahead and bring them in here. Welcome to the show, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for Welcome. having us. You betcha. So I got a chance to meet you guys. Jenny, you were the first person that I met with uh, uh, with the whole entourage that is, you know, the the moving war on terrors or the global war on terror wall of remembrance caravan that rolls down the road. Mm -hmm. um, last year, I guess it was 2021. Oh, two years, man. That's right. Mm -hmm. It is January. Isn't it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was Veterans Day. I had seen an ad for this, um, for the walls, going to be at Shields. Told my wife, we got to go see this. You know, I got, I got to go see. I want to, I want to, you know, take a look at this. Uh, and I went up, we looked through the parking lot and I couldn't find anything there. And then it dawned on my head, you bonehead, you're a week early. And I looked at my phone, I'm like, ah, oh. so I had come up the weekend before. So we come back up the following weekend and, and I uh, parked the truck there and we're walking around, my wife and I, and had taken this in. It was just walking down the education side of that wall, man, was was so impactful for both my wife and I. And then when I come around the corner, there you are, Jenny. And uh, you, uh, you approached and, and talked with me about what you guys do. And, and you had questions about my truck. You asked if I was a veteran. I remember that. I said, no, no, this is just something, some causes I believe in, you know, quite a bit. And that sparked a conversation. Next thing you know, here we are. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's, that's my little quick history with you guys. But you guys take me through. Um, this, this has been referred to as our generation's, you know, Vietnam wall. Yes. Yes. What, it, how it, did, how did this come together? How did you guys come up with this? Uh, it actually started in a little town called Orange in California. We used to do a Wednesday night veterans event. It was a formal flag retiring every Wednesday night. We brought a huge flag down in, in the city circle and it was attended by anywhere from five to 150 local veterans that were there to participate. Every and I, I became very good friends with one of the guys that was involved in that process, a guy named J.R. Nichols. Um, he was a guy that, that, owned a local business making t-shirts, all you know, military oriented stuff. <laughs> um, and I liked what he was doing, his artwork and everything. He himself was not a veteran, but he was a, a son of a veteran. His dad was army airborne. Um, so I became good friends with him, started working with him actually at his t-shirt shop, doing some work with him. And then he came up with this idea. He said, hey, I would really like to come up with a plan to do something that we can help veterans. 
of the current conflicts, we want to show that their, their losses on the battlefield, their comrades aren't going to be forgotten. It took so many years before the Vietnam veterans got a memorial, got any kind of recognition. We didn't want that to continue. So working with him, he came up with this idea of doing something and he didn't know what to do. So he, he came to me and asked me about doing this idea. What can we do? And I thought about it for a while and I came up with the concept of our global war on terror wall of remembrance. And I showed him some ideas and he jumped on board and he was like, that is something that would be amazing. We were working this out coming up to the 10 year anniversary of nine 11 and our big uh, inspiration, if you will, we thought that the wall was going to be up one time. We built this wall to go up for the 10 year anniversary. We were going to have it at angel stadium. So wow. the angel, angels were playing the New York Yankees. We were looking at this. Okay. This is a coast to coast thing. It's going to get New York coverage. It's going to get LA coverage. Let's put this thing out there and and see how many people we can get to see it and see if it affects everybody the way we thought it would. And sure enough, we got such a response by building this wall and putting it up and letting the public see it. What we thought was going to be a one-time event, everybody was like, no, 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 no. This is something that is just amazing. It needs to travel and let more people see it. Mm-hmm. Sure. So that's exactly what we ended up doing. We we pushed this thing together so quickly. The first generation of our design wasn't really intended to put up with wind and weather and everything else. In fact, at a couple of places, I think it was up in the Poconos in New York when it was out there one time, there was a storm and the wind blew the wall over and actually mm-hmm. broke several of the panels. Oh, man. We had to come up, we had to come up with a a second generation, something that was much more substantial and would be able to take that so that it would travel. And in the last 12 years, it's had over a hundred stops cross back and forth in this nation, everywhere from presidential libraries, military bases, college campuses. Uh, It's been up in the, in the front courtyard at the Marine Corps Museum in in uh, Virginia, but we, we saw it as a, as a little thing and it has just grown and become this, this entity of its own. And it it just, it amazes us every time we think about it's still going, it's still very relevant. You know, they, they say the global war on terror is over, but it's not, we still have combat losses. Um, Two weeks ago. Yeah, we, we, don't see that this is a a need that's going to end. We have people that are still hurting. We need to still make sure these people, they feel their loss is not for naught, if you will. Um, Their friends, their loved ones, their brothers and sisters in arms, they're not going to be forgotten. They are on the wall and they are permanent. Mm -hmm. This will continue on. It's a it's a dream that Jen and I have had to make sure that this continues to go. It's just 
Our you, vision. You know, and at every one of the stops that I've had the, the privilege to be at with the wall, one of the things that we talk to folks about is that very topic you brought up that just because you may not see certain things on news clips as much as it used to be, don't you for one instance make the mistake to say, think that this is, you know, something that we're putting in the past that these, once you're a part of something like this, you're never not, right. you know, and it, one of the things I learned on the, the mental health side of things is stat, you know, people got to get out of their head. I need to, you know, I'm, I'm going to try to cure this situation. There may not be a cure. What there is, is learning how to operate, how to function, how to stay positive, you know, keep track. Similar with, with the wall yeah. is that, you know, we have the edge. I, I always explain it. Educate side. That's the timeline you created. And then we have the honor side. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, and by, by saying their names, we won't let them die that second death. You yeah. know, that, that will not occur. We'll, we'll right. remember them. We'll continue to say their name and take them everywhere we can. So yeah. um, the timeline side was from day one. I, how do I say it? I, I honor the name side, but the timeline side as an educator is so important to me. Right. Um, the kids don't learn about this. Mm -mm. They don't. I'm, no. I'm a high school educator. There's like two paragraphs on the Vietnam wall. I mean, the Vietnam war. And there's maybe one page on this whole conflict yeah. in the history books. And I had several teachers come out last year when we were at Shields. And then again this year, but and at Welling in Wellington, and they said we wish we could bring kids out, and that's one of the goals that I would like to see happen is we approach the schools of all the towns that we're going to be in, because yep. I think it's super super important. Is it sad? Hell yeah, mm -hmm. but do they need to know about it? Yeah, you know I'm a daughter of a veteran and who has severe PTSD. And they need to know that those people are out there. Right. You know, it's not just because we don't see it on TV, like you said, mm -hmm. they're coming home and fighting a whole new battle. They spend, we were just talking about this last night. They spend 14 to 16 weeks, 11 to 16 weeks becoming a military personnel. And they spend yep. five to 30 minutes signing a line and they're done. There's nothing after that point. Yeah. Here's no. the phone. Here's the phone number of some people that, that might be able to help you. See you later. But right. they're so yeah. overloaded that they can't help. Yeah. And that's where yeah. we need to pick up the slack. And that's one of our other dreams is to have a community yeah. where we can, we can pick up some of that slack. Yeah. I've, I've had firsthand experience. Uh, you know, I, I try never to pass judgment on certain things or, or make, make any you know thoughts based on other people's experience. I like to have it for myself and, mm -hmm. and take a look. And I've had personal experience with a couple departments of our, of our U.S. government that are designed to assist our veterans. And I will, I will respectfully basically return my, my viewpoint is not impressed. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And it's, there's a lot of organizations like us, right, that, that, that are out here doing things and it's still not enough, you know, and what's that tell you, you know, what's yeah. that tell you? The VA solution is to give you pills, sedate you slightly so that it takes the edge off. But 
or they don't see you at all. And that's why we're seeing the numbers. I mean, um, when we were, when the wall was here in November, the number mm-hmm. has gone down just a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's, it's depending on which publications you look into, it's a little bit right. less, but you know, it's, it doesn't matter. One is too many. Agreed. You know, yep. they've given their lives, they've fought for our country and they shouldn't have to take their own lives because they don't get anything back when they get home. Yep. Well, and it's, you know, what, what folks need to understand, I think too, is that, you know, it's there, there's no pity parties taking place here in most cases. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a matter of value. This is a matter of um, feeling as if there's, there's nothing to contribute mm-hmm. because our society, um, our pathway for these for these warriors, has has failed in in regards of of getting them proper resources to help them come back in, right? Yeah. And I and I fir- I firmly believe that. I mean, it's what got me going on the recreational you know therapy side. Mm-hmm. Like you said, David, the yeah. solution of pills is not a solution in my mind. No. And, not anyone. and if we if we approach this from the aspect that look we're not we're not going to cure anything here, but what we can do is provide tools and a pathway to operate within this new environment. And if part of that involves getting outdoors and engaging, you know, in certain activities, yeah, perfect. Because yeah. man, that's that's a heck of a lot. I don't know if it's cheaper than the alternative, <laughs> you know, because fishing can get you know it depends on if you get bit by the real bug, yeah. but. Yeah. I will definitely say that it is it is absolutely something that is that is far healthier and long lasting and the impact yeah. for folks, you know. Yeah. Um, and it, it's something that's not going to have an end to it. Right. I mean it's just gonna change. Everybody knows this twenty-two a day number. And it's a real thing. I mean, we've been impacted right here in, in our family. family. We've had a couple of of uh, Jen's cousins that have taken their own life, and mm. the lack of help is is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You look at that twenty two a day. Most people don't realize that the statistics show that about seventy percent of those twenty two a day Vietnam. are still Vietnam era. Yeah. Yeah. That means the guys that were in combat and in the military 50 years ago They're in their yeah. 70s. are still struggling enough that they lose their battle. Yeah. And that, that shouldn't be the case. No. But when you look back at the history, most of the Vietnam veterans served Ten one months. year in country. They were in a combat role for one year of their service time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. And we have personal friends that are, have been out eight, nine, 10, 11 deployments that last 10 months to a year at a time Each or more. Month. Yeah, They've spent the last 10 years doing this. What are they going to be like in 50 years when sure. this all continues yeah. to build on them? If they don't get the help they need now, if we don't figure out how to support give them what they need, support them in their struggle now. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't fathom what's going to be happening in 50 years with our current conflict guys yeah. and gals. And I think the wall is a good tool to um, 
start that and keep it going so that they know that they're not alone and they, you know, they see the names, they see us, all of us, you know, traveling with the wall or, you know, going fishing and providing opportunities. And they're thinking, Hey, people still do still do really care. You know, my dad felt like nobody cared. And when we started doing this, he finally said, thank you because he feels support, you know, and every story and every person we see, you were with me with several of the guys that we talked to in Colorado here. And every single time it, tears me up because I know how much pain they're in and I, I want to help. And all they want us to do is listen. And that's the greatest joy to me is to be able to listen. You know, I, I learned early on to be my, my objective is to be a conduit. Um, Mm -hmm. The wall is the perfect tool for this. You, you had mentioned, you know, one of the best ways we can support people is showing them they're not alone. Right. And what better way to do so than to have a common ground that immediately creates a conversational point for, for these uh, uh, individuals than the wall of remembrance. You know, when that comes into town, you see people come and spend solitary time with it. You Mm -hmm. see people bring their families. You see some folks very stoic, as they view it, some folks, you know, uh, very you know jovial, if you will, as they're as they're walking around and so forth, and and looking at things, it's a it's a, a range of emotions that folks will, and everybody kind of has their own way of taking it in. Yeah. And to me, that is just fan. That's fantastic. That's what I love about it. When mm-hmm. you see a a mom or dad uh, explaining things, you know, on the education side to their little ones, when the little ones are asking questions. Um, one of the, one of the best, uh, best stories that I will carry with me forward. I had the privilege to be standing right next to her. There was a, this, this, uh, young mother with her, uh, she had two little girls with her one, I'd I'd say maybe, maybe 10 and seven, you know, age range, Mm -hmm. Brian, uh, Romans walked up, um, and I'm standing there and we're all talking together and she had questions. I think she knew somebody in the uh, CVMA and that's how it was, how she and she was just thanking us, you know, for, for doing, you know, bringing the wall in. Mm-hmm. The little girl looks up at her mom right in the middle of the conversation. She's like, why did we fight that war? Mm-hmm. Why, did, why did we go over there? And I stopped, you know, and I'm turning and I'm like, okay, I have no business. I'm standing here with a U.S. Marine. It'd be the same if David was standing there. You know, it's, I'm going to keep my mouth shut and just kind of watch, you know, this unfold. And you could tell the mother was, wow, you know, that's a powerful question. Why, you know, why were you? Curious question from a little kid. It was. And Brian's answer, I'm getting goosebumps right now. Brian looks down at her and the sweetest swing, he says, sweetie, we went over there so we didn't have to fight here. Yep. Right. You know, and that was so impactful and you could see it the little girl okay you know it's like all right i Mm -hmm. i think i get that and the look on the mom's face was just like wow you know just those little tiny moments like that that we get and we could go on for days talking about them we all have them when right when we when we talk to folks um but yes and i and i did want to make sure to, to point out to our viewers that don't know david you are a united states marine Yes. And, uh, and how long have you been retired now? 
since 88. <laughs> wow. How is that possible? Yeah, I'm, I'm a Cold War Marine. No kidding. I did, I did not have to serve in a battle situation. Um, well, thank goodness. Sort of. <laughs> right. I know that Brian, our current steward of the wall, Brian from Brian's uh, Romans Warrior Foundation. Yeah. He is a combat vet. He has 26 names on that wall. He is very seriously attached to that whole yeah. reasoning of why we move the wall. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, it, it is a powerful, powerful thing, no matter where we take it and where we go. Now, we in, in Colorado so far here, um, it's in, uh, also for folks, um, both the Browns and myself, we're all in Colorado here. We're probably 30 minutes apart from each other. I'm a little bit further south down by the metro area. Mm -hmm. um, and the location that we've been to here um, two years in a row has been our, our Johnstown, Colorado Shields. Um uh, Shields Outdoors, uh, for a lot of the viewers that I have back in the Minnesota Midwest area, they know exactly who I'm talking about there. There's a lot right. of Shields out there. Mm -hmm. um, they're basically an outdoor, an outfitters, an outdoor store, but a, a lot more and then some. Mm -hmm. um, and they've brought us in there. And then the city of Wellington a couple of years ago had us uh, actually set up out there. Right. Um, and so, you know, that that connection with Shields it was kind of made easy sense really. I, I didn't even know this until the first, you know, after the first year there, David, you were actually work with uh, work at Shields there. I do. One of the departments there. And so yep. I'm one was, of the handgun managers over there and you know, that, that's my, my full-time job. Right. I have been talking to the folks there about bringing this, this wall in, they didn't know what I was talking about. And I've showed them pictures and, and explained to them. And they kind of thought, Hey, you know what? We, we kind of do a little veterans day thing. Maybe we should do something a little bit more. Mm -hmm. like they kind of pushed that and said, yeah, we're willing to talk about it. And a couple of years ago, when we, when we decided we, we could do this at our store. I was put in touch with Brian and I honestly didn't know that the wall was still traveling. Yeah. We, uh, we, we sat down with, with one of the folks up in Wellington. Um, old Colorado brewery is, mm -hmm. is up here in Wellington and we're friends with the proprietor there. And, um, they wanted to do something for Veterans Day, and, right. and we had to Brandon the year before and said, you know, we have this wall because we would go in there and do, you know, the the beer on the veteran's birthday. We did it several times at his place, and he said, oh, that's really cool. And we said, well, you want to see something cool? This was two years prior. Well, he put us in touch with Jamie, who. Um, we ended up putting together the first Shields and the first Wellington event in about 40 days. 45 wow. days. Yeah. Wow. Really quick. And that was the first time we had seen the wall since, I don't know when, 2015. Wow. Yeah. Yep. We weren't sure that the wall was still traveling. I was going to say, my understanding was the wall ended up um, resources, something ran out, 
things, you know, life happened, whatever, and the wall yeah. kind of went dormant for a little while in storage. Yeah. Yep. Gotcha. Yeah. Unfortunately, um, JR had put a lot of his, his life into building the wall and getting the truck and the trailer and everything to have the wall travel. And it, it took a huge toll on his family life and yep. his business life. And he had to step back. He had to step back. Um, the camel's back was broken with the final straw of the truck broke down. In, I forgot where it was. Oklahoma? I don't know where it was. Same. But they had a, a friend that actually let them store it on the property because they couldn't move it back. Oh, jeez. Um, so it it stopped there for a while, and the original designed wall was also stuck somewhere, and that wall was actually finally donated and retired to a, a veterans community center up in Northern California. So that's where the original wall is, <clears throat> but that second generation wall... Uh, yeah, JR wasn't, wasn't able to keep going. He... He met Brian. He met Brian and they worked out an arrangement and Brian took over traveling with the wall and he has kept it going since 2017. Since 2017. He's, he's been dedicated and on it and, and making that happen. And I know that it's taken a huge toll on his life and his family and, and everything else, but he's still going, still going. You know, and that's that's at the heart when we talk to places, when when we go out there, it's what really struck me is that this isn't, uh, you know, such just this drop dead easy task of here, let's hook up a trailer and away we go. I oh, mean, no. you, you guys know better than anybody. And it's there's so much that goes into the coordination, the logistics of this. We all know right now we want to see the next generation wall be built. Right. We know that our current beloved wall right now is, is showing that she's got some miles on her. Right. And we know that we can see that. And so it's like we we want to honor this thing even further and make it a little bit easier to transport around the country. You know, so it doesn't maybe require, you know, uh, six yaks in a tri trailer, you know, triaxle trailer to, <laughs> to get it moving, you yeah. know, and so. That that's you know that that's at the heart of a lot of when we go and talk to these locations. But what's so hard is to express that to somebody because until you come see it, mm -hmm. I don't think you can truly appreciate it. It's after you see or after you're with the wall and you get a chance to see its impact on people, right? You get it. I mean, it's just like, ah, now I understand. Right. And it's, then you get these motivated individuals to get behind you then, you know? Yeah. Being being with the wall, traveling with the wall, stop after stop and seeing the pain and the happiness that both come with every stop. It's, it's so gratifying. Yeah. It's uh, a situation that, yeah, you have to see it. You mm -hmm. have to feel it to understand. Yeah. Yep. And we've talked about this immensely for us. It's, we know that money is the necessary evil. Right. Totally get that. Yep. That's for us. If we can help just one more with each stop, 
I don't, I don't care if we make a quarter or a dollar or $20. Yep. No, I, we're in this to heal and help. Exactly. And um, that's crucial for us. We know the funding is needed to keep things going. We totally get that, but we want people to experience what we've experienced and, you know, the not being able to walk away at night when we have to come home and finally get some sleep. (laughs) Right. It's hard. I mean, this last time they put the wall up or took it down actually at Shields was really tough for me because I knew it was going to be a while till we saw it again. Right. And I stood for every panel and we all know that it was like 16 degrees or something. It was not warm. It I was can cold. tell you that. <laughs> and you guys were taking the wall down, but I was standing there the whole time. And um, Mike uh, Gaspini, yep. he, um, he was saying, just come inside. And I said, no, you don't understand. I said, this is what I do for my part of it. I have to stand here, have to see it come down. Right have to say my goodbye for the time being yeah it's uh it, it is something to behold you know and it's yeah. as we get our you know our our ducks in a in a row and we get things you know where there's a lot going on that folks don't realize a lot going on behind the scenes for us here you know when there's there's something that happens and i i talked about this with the true patriot outfitter side we grew so fast in such a short period of time that I literally had to pull the reins back and slow things down um, middle of the season last year. Um, Shields got behind us, got us a bunch of equipment. New Canoe got behind us, got us, you know, and, and Brian, um, you know, helped us get into those kayaks to make sure we could get this thing off and running. Um, same thing with the wall. You know, when we, when we grow so quick like that, you sometimes got to pull back a little bit so that we can get our, you know, collective feces in a pile and make sure that we can, when we go to these locations, we want people like you guys have said, we want folks to take this in properly. We don't want to be, you know, scattered around. Um, And so, yeah, there's a lot going on to do that right now. And I'm really excited about what 23 is going to look like. I'm sure we're still going to have growing pains, Mm -hmm. Um, but man, so excited to have, you know, the team, that we have, we're all from different areas, all from with different skill sets and such. And I think that's what makes, you know, this such a, a cool opportunity to, to have folks. Jenny, you mentioned this and man, what a really cool idea is to, once we get booked in an area and we can get something in there is reaching out to the schools, mm-hmm. you know, and talking with them about, Hey, would you be interested in a field trip? Yeah, we're going to have lots of folks here on hand, you know, dedicated members that would be glad to, you know, give you a quick little tour around the wall. um, Let you go down through and see the timeline, explain that to the kids, you know. And here's here's one piece I want to make sure folks understand. One of the things that stuck out to me. No politics involved here. There is no left and right thing going on on that wall whatsoever. We don't. I gained so much respect for you folks and for, for everybody involved with that is that would no one needed to stoop to some, you know, some level of joining in on either one of those two whack ball sides. I know mm-hmm. anybody who knows me knows my feeling on Democrats or Republicans. They both mm-hmm. suck. I have no time for either party personally because they, they've failed the very people we serve in my personal opinion. Um, yep. But the 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 timeline is just that it, this is 
information. This will show you what happened, what responses were, where this thing went, what the next level, you know, what came from this, you know, and to me, that was, that was so important is because, and you can't get that anywhere. Just pure, real factual information. (laughs) I can't. My own children have seen the wall several times recently. And the first made one of the biggest pictures that we have publicly on the newspaper is my son in 2011 at the wall. But they say, mom, they didn't teach us about this. Because no. they were in, they were in school, junior high and high school, well, elementary when it happened, oh, yeah. and then you know high right. school when we brought the wall out. But it's, I think it's crucial. I think we have a lot of audiences that we need to tap into. I have ideas about having open house type things, mm. by inviting veterans organizations for like a. I can't think of a word other than mixer. You know, yeah. before we open it to the public, but, you know, having all the veterans community in the area that we're going to, to come and say, this is what we have. We a understand. Pri- almost know. like a private viewing almost. Right. That's right. what I'm, I'm thinking. And, you know, and then. I like the, that. Yeah. Because you, you touch certain parts of the community when you're doing these quick events like we've been doing. Yep. And, but you're. There's so much more to tap into. Yeah. I understand our target is veterans and their families and first responders and their families. Yep. But if we get everyone involved and say, hey, come see this before everyone sees it so you can understand and you can go to your community centers, you can go to your churches, you can go to your you know, rodeos, pet stores, malls and touch your community and tell them what's coming. And we'll, you know, it yeah. can't, it's so, there's such possibilities. That's a, you know, it's a logistical challenge for sure. How do you, yeah. you know, we talked about the toll, you know, that this takes and mm-hmm. how long is too long for folks to stay, you know, out in, in, you know, these different areas. I can appreciate the being on the road nonstop thing. You know, my spring, mm-hmm. summer, fall, I, I travel a ton. Um mm-hmm. Uh, and and now that's not going to change. Even though I may, I'm going to be drawing. I actually have made a, a decision. I'm drawing out of one of the series that I was in because of commitments that I want to make with the wall. Commitments mm-hmm. I want to make with you know the the kayak fishing. I need to have a schedule more conducive to allow me to do this work, which is the first and primary. So yeah, how do you do that? You know, do we? There's so there's a lot of challenges to work out. But I think quite honestly, if we if we get enough brain power together on this you know we'll figure out some ways i bet you there's ways we can come up with this but i i love that idea of a private viewing first yeah. before the before it's open to the public we you know we bring in the vfw we bring in the american league bring yeah, in some news organization yeah let them yeah. have a look at it get bring it on the young Mar- bring the yeah. young marines in yeah. yes those yeah. are around all over and, and uh let them see, have it, a view of it first Right. It's not, I understand, like you were saying, logistically, it could be a nightmare. Oh, it's just challenge, big so, time challenge. That's, that's the way I see it. But I think as a team, if we really do sit down and communicate and yep. put our heads together, it's not as hard as we wouldn't necessarily think. It's not I impossible. Think. Right. I think that yeah. if we, you know, as a, as a team, 
we say we want to focus on each community we take the wall to, we can make it happen. Yeah. You know, it would, yeah. if, if our goal is to touch as many community members, veterans, or first responders, families, everything, yep. we have to come up with a plan. And, you know, yeah. and if we you get know, the communities I, involved, it's the sky's the limit. See, that's the key. It's, it's going to take, for us, it's going to take some boots on the ground mm -hmm. there to really get it into that, like you said, the, the, the bedrock of the community. And in yeah. essence, you know, from this, what's, what potentially could come out of this is they become, you know, our, our flyers. They're our advertising then because they're right. going throughout their entire community going, you need to come see this thing. Yeah. Right. You know, so how do we get them to experience it, you know, beforehand? You know, in a, in a perfect world, we have corporate sponsors and we fly mayors, you know, around the country to come visit us, you know, at a location that's somewhat close by or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. But in the absence of all of that, <laughs> we uh, yeah, we can maybe there's some some other things we can come up with. But yeah, yeah. I, I love that idea. To, that's going to be would, one of those. Yeah, I would like to have Johnstown if it if it happens in September. Um, I would like it to be the pilot of my ideas and I will get with them and I will approach the city of Johnstown. And yeah. I mean, if we get awesome. it in, it'll give us eight months or so. And I'm more than happy to take that ball. You heard it here first, folks. On the we did last year that Veterans Day is, is huge significance. It, it the weather's too makes, bad. Makes me feel good thinking, okay, we're going to do this on 9-11 this year. Yeah, sure. Because I designed the wall to go up the first time for a 9-11 event. Mm -hmm. So 9-11 right. has, has significance. significance to me for getting the wall oh. out there. Yeah. It's, it absolutely is. I mean, you look at the design of the wall, we're what, 120 some odd feet long. And on each end are replications of the Twin Towers. That's, yep. what, that's what bookends this wall. You know, that 9-11 is the, the memorial holiday for the GWAT wall. You know, I mean, right. there's, there's just yeah. no way around that. Um, right. And, you know, that that piece for folks, ways that, you know, folks that you can you can help with this, um, you know, number one, following on the social media, uh, mm -hmm. you know, platforms out there, get on board there. We can we convey a ton of information out there. Uh, the RWF network is is big, but we're still small. You know what I mean? And th that's that much is certain. Um, and, you know, folks getting out there and supporting that just by learning, uh, learning what we do, learn where we're going. Um, you never know when you're going to come across somebody that, that you know, mention these things. See the pictures. It's, it's it doesn't do it justice. Any picture that we take. We've had some awesome ones. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't do it justice, uh, you know, for the wall itself. But it at least gives you an idea, you know, yeah. what you, what, you know, what we've come up with there, yep, you, have you to know, see it, to feel it. Let's, let's talk about your next generation, the evolution of the wall. Cause when you and I, David, got a chance to talk, dude, you gave me goosebumps talking about some of your ideas of the way you, you know, you've, you guys have put this together for the next, you know, version of this. So let's talk about that. What, what do you current, what do you see coming down? What would, you know, in a perfect world, we do get those corporate sponsors. What, what happens next? Okay. The wall in its current, current form is, is pretty well able to stand its own. I mean, up in Wellington, we had 65 mile an hour gusts winds 
and it stood. Yep. We want to make it even better. I mean, we aren't thinking that this is going to be something that's going to be adopted, but, you know, pie in the sky, the, the perfect dream would be my design that's for the third generation wall becomes the basis for the final design for a permanent memorial somewhere. Wow. Um, wow. Nice. The way that we have been working on pulling this together, uh, we have, you know, we have the desire to do a working dogs section somehow. We yeah. want to have a section for the 22 a day. Anybody that's involved in, you know, post 9-11 suicide, we want those names recognized because agreed just because they came home and lost the battle at home doesn't mean they didn't lose the battle right it, it is definitely the battle and on our current wall we do have a couple of panels where people can hand write in a name so that we can make that a permanent piece on the wall that's a powerful panel but my 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 vision yeah. is Inside my new generation wall, we are going to have big television sets that we set into a frame and we have a scrolling list because we have almost 11,000 names on our current wall, which is unfathomable. But that's all the 3,000 from 9-11 and everything else. But if we had a wall with all the names of the 22 a day post 9-11 that, that lost the battle, we would have to have at least 95 more panels on the wall. Jamming, we're at 36, 32 panels right now. Yeah. So the, the losses after the fact are way higher than what yes. they are in the combat zone. So you we know, have, to have some way of recognizing that. One thing that not I just to interject to, to stamp your, your point home on this one thing that I first learned by being having the, the honor to, to hang out with veterans such as yourself. I was taught this that every soldier pays with their life. Absolutely. Just, just some pay it all up front. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, and that that concept, man, stuck, you know, and the second piece was that it's it's not just one. The entire family serves. Yes. You know, and that's that is what it is. So and that's your point, man. We we can honor them. We there's ways to do this. The technology exists. Yeah. We just the technology exists to do what I want to do. Right. The technology or I should say the ability to collect those names is the government will tell you it's 22 a day, but they won't publish a list. They don't no. want you to really know what that is. I can find the name of the losses from OIF, from OEF, from Operation New Dawn, everything. Those yep. the government publishes. I, I have access to that kind of stuff. But the 22 a day, they'll tell you there's 22 a day that lose their battle, yeah. but they won't publish that because they don't really want you to know. I've been working right. on it for years. So trying to come up with that, that well, list. And that's where having the local communities having mm -hmm. the ability to add their family members yes. or friends, right? You know, yes. on this becomes so much more important, right? You know, we're gonna we can we can crowdsource this data, yeah. no problem. 
You know, I mean, we can, and this is where, you know, they can honor that and they can see that name, you know, lock in there. Right. Yeah. Yep. Do you honestly, now I'm going to be a, a devil's advocate here and just ask one thing because so 23 years in the technology industry, right? I am by every sense of the word, a computer nerd, right? Through and through. I just happen to be a, an outdoor nerd who likes to fish as well. But, you know, I mean, if you could see my office right now, you're on my first monitor. I have two more on both sides of me. <laughs> I have like the Starship Enterprise in front of me here. However, do you, and this is just a, this is one of those spur of the moment, you know, conversations. Do you think it will be as impactful to see these names digitally on a screen as compared to being stamped on something? You know what I mean? Being on a wall or whatever. I, I don't know. That just dawned into my head going, I wonder, would that be as impactful maybe? Or, or I don't know. So, I've thought about this. We've talked about it. Um, yeah. Well, we, we talk about a lot of the times. Um, the idea is to have the same format. Yes, it'll be on a screen, but it'll look the same. And okay. some of the graphics that we're talking about doing, um, it will make it feel the same, even though it's behind a TV screen. But my thought is, I think that if anybody's lost somebody to suicide, and I'm speaking... Personally, I would rather mm -hmm. see it displayed somewhere than nowhere. Than nowhere. Right. Right. I got gotcha. you. Yeah. You know, You're just some, some folks want like paper books compared yes. to, you know, yeah. Kindle Reader or something. You know what I mean? Just I, I started yeah. thinking about that. Yeah. No, no, no. But to your point, Gene, we're not changing the current format of the wall. Yeah. Okay. Okay. The losses just are still going to be printed on the wall yes just the 22 but a day the 22 a day oh. the people that are in the local community that want to add a name mm -hmm. can do it on the spot and put it onto the Ooh. wall yeah that's what and it will have of that oops that was a missing piece sorry no 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 that makes yeah that the wall itself won't change but there will be an additional piece well, as, will, opposed, as opposed to giving them a sharpie We'll give them the ability to put the name in, you know, yes. and have it, it it look the same and be the same format. And yep. he said that the wall won't change it. It'll be tweaked for the next generation, oh, right, but it's right, the right, same right. idea to modernize right. it a little bit more and stuff. Still have the panels and Updated, such. Yeah. It, yeah. Yes. No, I I think that's brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, one of the things that one of the things that I do envision for the third generation wall is. Currently, we have the ability to do charcoal rubbings onto oh. paper to, to, to capture a name. Mm -hmm. Well, I've, I've built all of these files on a computer. They are all there. There should be a way for people on the spot to, to search the name and print out a piece that has their name on it right there for them personally. Mm -hmm. and it's a fundraiser on top of it as well you know it's yep. just some different ways to bring in some revenue five to get five dollar donation and and yeah, yeah. dollar donation you print out an eight by ten of the section of the wall that has your loved one's name on it and the first year that or the first generation i'm sorry that you did 
we had a friend who had 11 names. We did not know Brian at the time. It was like 2012, I think. Um, and he wanted all the names on one poster per se. Oh, so David wow. went through and did like a graphic poster. And then the guy's picture was right in the middle, ghosted into the pic to the, the picture. And oh, then all wow. the names were around it. And that's something that we've talked to a lot of people and they're very interested in having stuff like that made from the wall as well. You know, and here's where nerd in me is kicking in. I think we can do this. We could do this on the mm -hmm. spot with a laptop and that oh, yeah. just that PDF file alone. Yeah. I bet you we could build something that would, you know, magnify up. We could, yep. you know, create a frame piece that, you know, defined on. Yeah. Obviously something for the team meeting, not a podcast, yeah. but yeah, I yeah. like this. There's, there's I, this is of, awesome. Yeah. Lots of things that we've done in the past or thought of doing and yeah, just different ways to get things going again. Nice. So cosmetically with generation three, gen three wall, what does it look like cosmetically compared to the first or the second one that we currently have right now? The uh, yeah. The biggest, the biggest thing to it is, Rather than a straight line, the susceptibles being knocked over, it is going to be a curve. It will have a curve and then a curve the opposite direction that acts as a supporting structure. Nice. And you will actually walk under a truss system to come into the wall and walk along the, the name side of the wall. The back side of the wall will still be the huge, you know, impact educational piece with the timeline. But I think that curving the wall and having you walk into the structure to, to be there really makes you more present, makes it a little bit more personal. It's not just standing out in the wind, if you will. Yeah. And I think that that will be a huge improvement. Then the front side of the, the structure system that was <laughs> the wall, I've got designed in a small stage area. The stage area will be where the battlefield crosses for each of the branch of the service will sit. Oh, okay. Um, and then behind the battlefield crosses at the truss structure, there will be a short wall and the backside of the wall is where I'm talking about putting those televisions. Right. Big uh, vertical formatted. Not nope. this way. No, this not, way. not horizontally like you'd watch your TV, but in vertical format, running the graphics constantly. Yep making it able to do that kind of stuff. But well, I've so, got huge design ideas and Jen and I have really been looking at, you know, when we designed and built this wall originally, we were not in a position that we could do anything with actually taking the wall and traveling with it. Yep. We weren't in that kind of a position and we saw the way that Brian was doing it when he brought the wall out last year and we talked about it Jokingly. jokingly last year about dropping everything we've got jumping into an RV and doing exactly that and it's not it's, a joke, not a joke anymore right we, we really we've hit the point in our lives where we could comfortably do that and and get this wall out to more people yeah yeah you know I mean having the logistics to be able to uh, maneuver around you know uh, multiple you know, setups with this and be able to, you know, logistically position it. That's a, that's an awesome. So here's a question on that gen three wall. Um, 
and you may not be able to answer this, you may not have gotten into this portion of it, but let's say we've got, you know, somebody that has, you know, just won the lotto or is sitting on a, you know, a, a piece of Texas land and just found, you know, black gold, Texas tea and has a bunch of money they want to put behind something. Give me a ballpark, our Gen 3 wall. What's something like that? What what sort of, you know, monetary support would we need, you know, to see something like that come to fruition? Just ballparking it. The wall itself, I have to have final engineering done to see what it's going to withstand for wind and all that kind of stuff. But right. 12 years ago when we designed the original wall, I did the drawings for the next generation. I thought it was going to be generation two, but turns out it's generation three. And I think we were looking at about $180,000 worth of custom bent aluminum tubing rather than steel. So and that 12 was 12 years ago? years ago, 12 years ago. Yeah. God, I don't even want to know what the post-COVID <laughs> exchange rate looks yeah, like. Yeah, the post of aluminum tubing has tripled, so it's it's yeah. going to be an expensive endeavor. But right. I want it to happen. I'm going to make it happen somehow. Right. Yeah. Well, that's that's awesome. Yeah, and the, to see, you know, what would be kind of cool too is to have, um, you know, like a, a 3D rendering of your of your concept put together so that folks could, you know digitally get an idea of what this thing could look like, you know, obviously. And I have a connection, by the way, that you may want to consider is a, he's a, uh, uh, he is an industrial artist that has experience with patents, um, you know, and for sure, 100%, something like that, you know, you'd want to look in, I'm sure he knows some patent lawyers that would be able to, to help secure a lot of that stuff. Cause that's, mm -hmm. That's a lot of time and energy that goes into the design piece of those kind of things, you know? And yeah. yeah. So if you guys are ever looking for contacts in that area, I have a very trusted source that I would, okay. he's, he's basically a family member of mine, if you would, okay. uh, ado adopted family member that he's got connections for that sort of thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, listen, guys, I can't thank you enough here. We're, we're closing in on the full hour there. Um, we, I'm sure we could go on for, for days and days talking on this stuff. What folks at home, I mean, what, what, what you absolutely can take from this, you see the amount of blood, sweat, and tears that goes into just the, the concept, let alone the design piece, and then the amount of work that goes into the deployment of this. And every last bit of those blood, sweat, and tears is worth it. Um, yes, all, it of us, all of us that are involved with this, um, you got to experience this thing, man. The GWAT wall. Uh, you know, is something that you you absolutely have to experience. Watch, uh, you know, on the website, watch on social media channels. You'll see where it's at. Um, I know we've got some big events in the works here. Um, we could be having something kind of in the center of the U.S. taking place about center of uh, the summertime. That could be a really, really cool deal. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I think we'll see a lot of us all there. I know we're planning on being there for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, just, you know, Take it in once and see, you'll understand why we say that this needs to be, you know, experienced in every community across the, across the nation. I mean, flat out, yes. <laughs> it doesn't, you know, at the end of the day, it doesn't, you know, cost that much to get, uh, to get the caravan on the, on the road for a, for a municipality to, to pony up, you know, basically to cover, we've got nobody taking salaries here. This is just basically covering expenses to get the thing there. That's all we, that's all we're right. looking for. Um, no, like you said, it's Texas. It's never Texas. been to Texas. 
Well, what that I, seems what, like a crime. It needs to be. Holy Moses. to Texas. One of the great things about working with the Shields organization. Is they have a store in Texas. They have, <laughs> they have 30 locations across the nation. Mm-hmm. Right. At least, at least half of those have the facilities in their parking lot to set this up. Yeah, they do. I mean, right. We're already looking at 9-11 this coming year, 2023, for Shields in Johnstown, Colorado. We have a store right down the highway in Colorado Springs that's very interested as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that is a very veteran-oriented community with the Air Force Academy right, right across the other side of the highway. Yeah. So, exactly. you know, that that's that's another slam dunk for us. Yeah. Two stores down, the ducks. rest are going to be... Ducks going to be dropping in a line i i really would love to see shields take on a lot more stops for us yeah that would be uh that could that could fill out a lot of schedule for sure well, yeah. in there and and really and really help if uh, if that sort of commitment you know one of the challenges when you work with larger larger corporations larger stores is trying to you know get everybody on the same page but my understanding is is that the Shields stores pretty they have pretty much a, a lot of autonomy when it comes to doing their own work. They talk, but they make their own decisions on product. They can make their own decisions on you know local market stuff and all their community support. So it's just a matter, I think, of phone numbers is you know what needs to happen there, and then get yeah. people talking. You know, right? Yep, we just so. got to get the word out there and show them what we did, and hope for a you know, stop in Texas. Every stop. Is- <laughs> We stop you know, it a bit better and encourages the yeah. next store to do it. And yeah, sorry, I just do it. I realized in the last two years that it's never been to Texas, and I just cannot get over that fact. You know, and the- Jr. and he's like, Jen, I don't know how come it's never been there, but they don't. It's it's just not happened. And I said, we're going to make it happen. We're going to yeah. make it happen. And there's some awesome fishing down there too. So a little there before, a little after. Let's tie it all there in. I'll bring the kayaks down there. Let's do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, let's get this thing rolling. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, listen, I'm excited uh, for 23. I'm excited to work with you guys on a lot of this stuff. I know that's that's our secondary piece. Our primary is kayak fishing for veterans. That's what we do with the TPO. But mm-hmm. our secondary, as written into my bylaws, is to help facilitate the global war on terror's wall of remembrance, get it uh, distributed and displayed around the country, help the RWF in any way we can. That is so. That's our our two point attack. That's what we're going to start doing because I think that those are the two, you know, things we can help with the most. You know, for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to work hand in hand with you guys. Folks, absolutely get out, follow the socials, do what you can. You can donate yeah. out there. Obviously, that always helps. Volunteer if you got ideas. We that's that's as good as gold a lot of times is if you have contacts or ideas that could help. Uh, if you have a place that you think would be a, a great place to get the wall out there, we would love to hear about it. So yeah, David, Jenny, thank you too so mu- very, very much for all you've done, everything you do. David, thank you for your service. Um and and absolutely uh, joining me on this little podcast era, you know, we'll definitely have to have you guys come back and we'll we'll do uh, updates. Hopefully we got some cool news to share. Sure. Awesome. Right. Folks, make sure to smash that subscribe button out there. Tell your friends and your family. That's how you can really super help us is with that point there. As always, folks, tight lines. Be safe. <laughs>